0: Have you ever wondered whether or not you should produce some audiobooks for your novels? And is it even worth it? And how do you market audiobooks?
1: If you're a fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. My name is Autumn, and together with Jesper, we've published more than 20 novels. Our aim is to use our experience to help you with your writing, marketing, and selling books to fans all over the world.
0: So in about one and a half month time, we are going to open our writing course for fantasy authors for the first time in six months. And we've sort of been waiting for the right time to give away an awesome price. And it just happens so that actually tomorrow we have one year anniversary on Patreon. And because of that, we thought we wanted to celebrate that anniversary and give some stuff away.
1: I'm so excited because Patreon has been a great place and great opportunities where we can provide even more personal touch and tips. I mean, we love doing these free videos and the podcast. We love reaching authors and helping authors so they don't have quite the same stumbling blocks and experiences that um, we ended up having sometimes not always for the best, so we can give you some of the tips and the things we've learned over time. We love doing that on YouTube on Pat- and uh, the podcast, but in Patreon, we can do even more. We can reach more people with some personal tips, and more in-depth focused tips, and it's been a great experience. And I cannot believe it's been a whole year. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't
0: it? <laughs> How time flies when you're having fun.
1: <laughs> We're just really, really busy, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But basically, what we decided to do is, and here's how it's going to work. So, tomorrow, the 16th of July, and that's 2019, if you ever watch and listen to this, months <laughs> later. Uh, but tomorrow, the 16th of July, and until the end of July, until the 31st of July, 2019, we have a two week window. And during that two-week window, we're going to give some stuff away uh, unique to those who either subscribe uh, as a new subscriber on Patreon, and you can do that as, as a little as a dollar a month, or to some existing Patreon subscribers who up their pledge to the next tier. So either one of the two will get some additional prizes on top of the normal rewards that you do get anyway when once you sign up uh, for on Patreon. And one of them is uh, my uh, audiobook version on how to write a fantasy book description, which every fantasy author needs to write anyway, so you can get a free audiobook version of that uh, as soon as you have signed up or upgraded your tier. Uh, on top of that, Because we are releasing the Ultimate Fantasy Writer's Guide, our premium writing course for fantasy authors in the end of August, we are also gonna put your name in the pot for a draw, and we're gonna draw one lucky winner between everybody who signs up in this two-week window until the 31st of July, and also between all the people who operate the tier who's already on Patreon. And we're gonna draw one name at random, and that person will win the premium Ultimate Fantasy Writers Guide course for free.
1: I'm so excited about that. Uh, we'd like to give away or offer scholarships occasionally. So having a chance to have a new student and do that for free and as a reward to our Patreons, I think it's a fantastic opportunity and what a fantastic way to celebrate our one year anniversary on Patreon. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> I'm also looking very much forward to it. and. Uh, Go check it out there is a link in the if you're on youtube and just in the description field below this video you will find the link to patreon but if you are listening on podcast then just go into the show notes and also there you'll find a link to patreon so just go over there and check it out but remember it's only this two-week window and after that we're back to normal <laughs> so, just, right. so uh, get on there
1: so it starts tomorrow on tuesday and just goes to the end of the month in 2019 so check it out while you can and join in.
0: Great. Okay, that was uh, a bit of anniversary speech there. <laughs> so, so we hope to see you there. But uh, let's get into a bit of an audiobook conversation uh, autumn because I, I think audiobooks is a really really good topic to, to discuss because the audiobook market is absolutely booming. Uh, it's crazy the growth rates that we see in, in the audiobook market. Uh, yet at the same time, out of all the books that you can find online, all the ebooks, it's probably like a few percentage of the total who actually has audiobook versions available. It's, it's very, very rare. And that is, of course, because right now, in the time and age we're in, both the production cost for an audiobook, but also the time that goes into it is working a bit against us, but we wanted to share our thoughts here today on well, should you should you create an audiobook for your novels or not? And if you should, then how do you market those audiobooks? And also, what are your distribution possibilities? You know, how do you release it or publish it into the world? So, but maybe we should start about the uh,
1: the part on should
0: we actually create audiobooks?
1: Sure, that's a good one, because I've been in audio and doing audiobooks, and I can't remember when I started, if it was 2014, 2015, but it's been a few years now. So I've done that, I've had a profile, I have all of my epic fantasy trilogies, both of them, so six books in audio, and I'm working on my dystopian one, and I've been giving away advice to a lot of authors thinking of trying out audiobooks. So I think this is a great and important topic because you're right. As far as percentage wise, you know, I, I when I started e-publishing in 2012 there were like virtually, there was less than a million e-books on Amazon. So this is like the reset for doing that again, but now it's audiobooks where it's a small mar- market where you have a much better chance of having your books noticed, seen and heard. But again this is more than just you know making sure you are editing um and controlling those aspects you still have a whole new realm of things you need to be on top of and take care of so that you're producing a quality audiobook so that what your name known for your name gets known for is a wonderful story and a greatly produced audiobook and not something that people are going hearing this person's voice is like hearing fingernails on a chalkboard and i can't stand this author that's not what you want to have happen so this is a whole new realm and it taught me a very important lesson when creating fantasy characters names: is make sure you know how to pronounce them and that yeah. you can tell other people how to do that it's totally changed my perspective on what i need my characters now
0: <laughs> yeah that that is absolutely true uh, but yeah. and i, I think Probably most people can relate to this, but we live in a world nowadays where everybody is very, very busy. And because of that, people are also, in general, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people are trying to optimize how they spend their time. Meaning that if you can start doing multiple things at once, like uh, that's in part also why I personally love listening to podcasts. I, I counted them last week and I'm currently listening to 51 different podcast shows. So it's a lot. and I, uh, and I, But the nice thing is about it doesn't really take up like extra time because I do it when I go grocery shopping or if I'm cooking dinner or something. Then I'm not just having my ear plugged in and I'm listening to it while I'm doing something else. And I think where we are today in, here in 2019 with people being so busy as they are, I think in part that's also why we're seeing, seeing audiobooks booming because people can do it. They can basically listen to a book while they're doing something else, uh, and that is a market that you can tap into by creating audiobooks.
1: Definitely. And now we was interesting is there's a few platforms out there, so you and I have actually used totally different ways of doing this. I've been on ACX since uh, I started, but ACX is related to Amazon. It's owned by Amazon. Also, it's what it produces. that you buy the books on Audible as well as Amazon. So that's where I've been, but it's not um, open to anyone who doesn't live in the United States, which is a huge limiting factor. But you found a place that you have been using that um, you don't have to be a U.S. citizen, which is kind of nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I've used Find a Way Voices, um, which is. I've been very happy with it. it it's a very good service. Uh, you know, you you upload you sort of upload some some information about what it is the book that you want them to uh, to narr- narrate, and then they and you also say something about what type of narration you would like. You know, should should the person sound uh, professional or funny or serious or calm or whatever? Um, so you 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 sort of give them some hints and, and some guidelines, uh, and then they will go out and then out of their library of narrators they will find three of them that they think matches what you're looking for and then those three will do a free sample for you which you can then listen to and if you don't like any of them you just say to find away voices i don't like them and then they will give three new ones and they will continue doing so until you're happy with it and once you're happy and you've selected it then the narration starts and then you go sort of go through the process and then the narrator uploads them to find way voices platforms where you can communicate with narrator saying uh, you need to change this and that and then he will re-record it or she will re-record it uh, and once you've approved each of the sections you just press approve and in the end then you have a final audiobook. and then find a way Voices takes care of it and they distribute it to all there's like more than 100 different distributors that they also audible that they distribute to uh, so it's it's very very easy and uh, it's it's, it's a perfect opportunity, in my view, because also there is no exlu- exclusivity with it. Like if you go to ACX with Amazon, they lock you in um, as usual Amazon style. <laughs> so uh, find a way voices don't do that, uh, and you're free to do whatever you want. And you set your own prices for the book as well, which is really nice. You can not do that on ACX as well, if I understand correctly. Once you've sort of gone gone through all that, then, uh, well, you... you you have your audiobook released, and uh, it's it's pretty simple. Actually, if you go in through the draft to digital, if you use that draft to digital as your distributor, and if you have your ebook on there and you use inside the draft to digital dashboard, if you click create audiobook in from in there, then draft to digital has a agreement with Find Available Voices that any customer who comes from them. Find A Way Voices will waive the $50 administration fee that they normally charge when you upload a new project. So you can upload your new project and you pay nothing. So it's awesome. <laughs> so if you're also using Graph2Digital, just go through that platform rather than creating an account separately on Find A Way Voices and upload your book there because then you they're going to charge you $50 to sort of handle your new project and, and find the samples and all of that. But you can save that that money by just going through draft digital So that's that's so cool.
1: Uh, you pretty much convinced me. I wish I had tried it, but I don't think it even existed when I started. I mean, ACX is also incredibly user friendly, and if you're only on Amazon, it's definitely the way to go, because you log in and you actually pull your book in from Amazon through your ASIBN number. So you pull it in, it links automatically. So when the book is done, it's automatically distributed. The sound clip is right there. So unlike Find Away Voices, you don't have anyone vetting anyone for you. You post up a sample. You give them a script that you want people to read. And you can just sit there and let it be. And people will come and find you and read your script. But you can also go and look for narrators and say, hey, I just have this open for auditions. Will you come and audition for it? So it's a very active. You have to go hunt for people. People come and find you. And it can be a lot of fun. So you can end up with 15, 20. I mean, you can keep it open as long as you want until you find the narrator you're looking for and then work out a contract. And there's a couple of different levels. You can pay someone outright. If you have a book that is selling incredibly well on Amazon, they will actually pay a percentage of the fee to the narrator. So you can get that kind of a deal if you have a really good best-selling novel. And there's also something where it's royalty share, where it's 50-50 of all the proceeds. And obviously the, that's more for newer narrators, but the high-end ones, they usually want a fee that can be upwards of $300 per finished hour, uh, which is not, you know, again, it takes 10, about 10 hours to make one per finished hour video. So you can kind of figure out how much they're actually getting per hour is not that much. So it's up to you to choose which UA you have you want to go. It's awesome if you have a book in a series and you have the money and you can hire someone for the entire series. That's what I'm having with my dystopian books. But at the same time, on my epic fantasy, I was a new author at the beginning. And so I actually have a different narrator for every single one. And it works, but it's also jarring. Not everyone pronounces the same names the same way. Some people prefer the one narrator over another. So there's a lot of discontinuation. Um... Honestly, the best way to go is to save the money and be able to pay the narrator up front. Then you own 100% of the royalties, and that is fantastic. But, you know, it works both ways. If you want to get your feet wet, it's definitely possible for you to find a fantastic narrator by going with the 50-50 royalty share deal and giving it a try and seeing how it goes because it is a fantastic market to jump into. However, saying that... um, if people think it's, it is the way to become the quick, rich, you know, get rich quick book selling way, I can say after three, four years in this game, um, working with a few other uh, narrators and people who are doing audiobooks, other authors, you know, it's great. It's great to be findable, but I'm not seeing it as the most major boost in my sales I've ever done. I think it makes much more sense to focus on writing and making sure you have an entire series written than it does to. Get your first audiobook out so if i had to choose between writing and getting my audiobook released i would write first but i definitely love it having it on that platform as well yeah
0: yeah i mean of of course as you said uh, it makes a lot of sense to make sure that you can get the same narrator to to do a whole series so that it doesn't it's not a new voice reading next book in the series so that certainly makes sense Uh, of course the downside with find a way voices is that you don't have this royalty split opportunity at least not now, maybe it comes later, I don't know what their plans are, but right now, the only way to do it is that you have to pay uh, their narrator for the uh, recording. And they go for anything, I think the lowest I've seen is $150 per hour, but then they go upwards, and easily $500 per hour. I think the one one I got to narrate the uh, How to Write a Fantasy Book Description uh, audiobook, I think I paid $250 an hour for him. Uh, and he does a very good job so they the pricing ranges but at the end of the day it's not cheap and of course if you have a full hundred thousand word long fantasy novel it's gonna cost you quite some money Uh, and that that is really the downside with the audiobooks is that where we are right now where you have to do it like this manual approach and by that and by that i mean i'm pretty sure that in if in a couple of years, if we had to re, uh, have this conversation in a couple of years, I'm pretty sure we're going to see AI being able to, to narrate books just as well as human beings narrators can. I'm pretty sure that we'll see that in a couple of years time. And when we get to that stage, the AI can probably narrate a book in no time and, and the cost will be a lot lower. Uh, to do so but but we're not there yet so that just means that not right now the yeah. only way is to go the human way meaning that you have to pay a human being to sit there and read everything and record everything and it is expensive and it's not a as autumn said it, it's it's not a get rich quick thought sort of thing but and i will also agree i think with with what you said autumn that if if it's just your first books i i wouldn't rush into start getting an audiobook but I mean, for, for my first trilogy, um, I don't have audiobooks for those either. Uh, and I have, I don't have any plans to do that either at, the, at this point in time. But I would say that sort of if you, if you have the money to spend on it, I think it is extremely good to get the audiobooks out there, both because the, the market is booming and more and more people are listening to audiobooks. That's one thing. And we are far from at a stage where everybody in the world who will get access to audiobooks are there yet. So there will only be a lot more people coming on board in the coming years who will start getting access to audiobook uh, platforms that are not there today. So there's a lot of new customers out there, so to speak, that you don't have a handle on today where the audiobook will help you a lot in, in getting there. But and uh, that that's, that's sort of the one side of it. And then the other side of it is that Having the multiple different formats of a book. So you have a an, an ebook, you have a paperback, uh, maybe you have a hard copy if if that's something, but but at least you have an ebook, you have a paperback. Both of those, of course, you can get through Amazon, but then you also have an audiobook. But just the fact that you have at least those three formats also shows a certain level of seriousness and professionalism with your book that uh, when somebody goes to your book page on on Amazon, for example, and see the okay, oh, oh, there's all these oh, different formats there, it, it c- kind of gives the impressions and also show that this is a serious author who actually means business with, with what is being created here, and it's not just uh, created a a cheap ebook and and there you go, you know. So so I think that there is some certain level of branding and professionalism in this that that you cannot neglect completely either.
1: No, I agree. I think it, it definitely sh- works as your platform. If you're a serious author, you want a very strong platform. Audiobooks are the way to go. I will definitely say, uh, if you when you hire a narrator, you're going to want to have a list of pronunciation guides of names, place names, characters. Uh, sometimes it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of a feel. I remember one of my auditions and one of my very sensitive characters, it happened to be an action scene. I always say, if you're going to pick a scene for an audition, pick one of the most challenging scenes in your novels. And that way, you know, if they pull that one off, they're going to pull off the rest of it. And so I had this scene that was very challenging and very, you know, action oriented. And they narrated the one very sensitive male character like he was a hockey jock. And I like, no, (laughs) we talked and he redid it so that I could really get a better feel for him and his voice. So it doesn't hurt to have a few tips like that. You're going to want to hand that off to your narrator it's very important so that they get the words right and really treat them like you would, you know, your graphic artist, anyone you work with, your editor is a very professional. I've become really good friends with the narrator for my dystopian series because we've been together for years and I've watched his um, career blossom as an actor. Actually, I'm hoping now at this point, my book will be famous just because of who he's going to be. (laughs) And um, the things you learn, you know, he has to not eat dairy, the day he's going to narrate because it makes mouth sounds. I mean, he is, you have to have a soundproof studio. This is when they say, you know, $300 to $500 per finished hour, knowing that every finished hour is 10 to 12 hours of audio and takes. And I don't think I could have the patience to do this. I appreciate the professionalism that a truly good narrator has. So, you know, if you're going to go get into this, Take the time to listen to a few audiobooks that are really well done and get a feel for it because you want to know, you know, the sound, the static noise, all that white noise. It all adds up and you want a quality finished product. So make sure you're getting that, especially if you're going to be paying for it directly and have, you know, the 100% royalties. But even if you're doing a 50-50 split, you should have a standard that you expect and make sure you listen to it so that there's anything incorrect they get pronouns wrong or names wrong um i had someone try to change an entire scene by accident make sure that doesn't happen so you can get that fixed uh, and corrected now the biggest aspect with audiobooks too is how you end up marketing so just because you have it it's not 100 you know it shows up on amazon which is fantastic but you do have to let people know and there's a few ways. There is a place called Audiobook Boom that does do marketing. With ACX, you get 25 free codes. But I know, Jesper, you seem to be got <laughs> have a lot more than 25. And there's a few places out there where you can look for reviewers. You can do swaps that they get a free code if they're going to guarantee 100% that they will review your book for you. And those are all great ways of getting noticed and having people you know, see that you have an audiobook which is fantastic, plus it gets you more reviews on Amazon. All your profiles, your paperback, your audiobook, and your ebook all connect, so all those reviews uh, cross-reference, which is good. It's also frustrating if someone doesn't like your narrator and gives you a one-star review and totally rips a new one, and that shows up on your ebook, which it has nothing to do with. Because I have had people say, I hate this narrator, their voice is like chalk on a, you know, fingernails on a chalkboard. Uh, Couldn't stand it, but the story's really good. (laughs) <laughs> and you're no, like okay. oh yeah, so yeah, just to warn you yes your name is going to be forever linked with whoever you choose to narrate it and mm. if people don't like the voice of the narrator you're going to hear about it
0: yeah i think when it comes to marketing of the audiobooks it's it's a bit difficult i mean you do get these giveaway codes that uh, that you also just mentioned autumn which is of course nice and then you can give away some audio and and hopefully make people interested in for example if it's if you have a series of books and you can give some audio uh, free codes away for the first one and then hopefully they will go on and buy the other ones so, so that is of course good but it, it, it is a bit more difficult in the way that you don't necessarily have quite the same tools available to you as you do with the uh, ebooks for example or the paperbacks so, I mean on on the amazon ads you cannot target the audiobook specifically with the amazon ad you could target the ebook and you can target the paperback but not the audiobook but of course the line of thinking is then if you run the ads to the ebooks and to the paperbacks then those who actually prefer audiobooks they will just pick up the audiobook when they arrive on your book page so that's sort of the the line of thinking behind but it but it is a bit different to some extent at least I view it maybe, maybe some, some has more experience with this than me and, and can correct me and maybe even autumn. I don't know, but but at least in my view, these audiobook sales are more something you sort of pick up in the wake of the other books selling. So you you just sell some audiobooks because the other because you're pushing traffic to the other books. At least that's, that's a bit how I view it. Of course, the other alternative is that with Find a Way voices you're also distributing to libraries. In the US this is though. So so you can try to let your readers know who are in the US that oh by the way do you know that you can actually get my audiobook for free if you go to your library and they uh, they use these special apps that Find A Way Voices uses well which libraries has access to but all those details are inside the Find A Way Voices dashboard so you, you will get all that when when you start working with with Find A Way Voices but you can tell readers, so, you know, go to your library, ask them if they use this, and then you can basically, you don't even have to leave your home. You know, the, the readers can download it via their portal to the library from home, and you will get paid as soon as they do so, because the, the library then pays for a per listen base. So basically they, they sort of lent the, the audio book to the, to the customer, in this case, the reader, and then you get paid for that via find the way voices. So so it, it works and you get paid. And, and that's, of course, nice. That That's another way you can try to market the book and and actually market the fact that they can listen to it for free, which most people will like. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But other than that, I, I, I do view it as the marketing side of audiobooks is a bit difficult. So you just sort of pick up the sales you can from marketing the ebooks and the paperback books. But I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that Order, but that's sort
1: of how I see it I think that's a primary way is definitely if your book is selling well in other ways you' are you know you have an ebook um, so you do a you know a sale on it or you have a freebie people will see that it's an audiobook and you'll get some sales that way which is fantastic it is also I always look at it, it's another way of doing posts so if you do post your social media account you know letting people know every once in a while having oh yeah by the way do you know this is on audio I know for a while I was taking clips and putting them. Sometimes I'd make them to YouTube clips or I would just do the audio clip or I do it as a blog post. And so it's fantastic. You have this other medium. So I'm going to, you know, I'll post more on it and share off clips because I can access all of those files that are on my audiobook and make clips and do um, memes and do all these other posts. And so that is always, you know, kind of more interesting I use it for videos. I use Adobe Spark, which allows you to make some really cool high-end videos. I can put in some sound there. I have this plan and this script to make this trailer and actually paid my one narrator to do a few other quotes and stuff so that I can make a trailer. So I have all that that I'm pulling in from the audiobook that will really, to me, be stunning if I ever sit down and sit still in one place long enough to actually pull all the files together that are just in random pieces at the moment. And of course, there's giveaways. So you know, if you do paperback giveaways, ebook giveaways, you can do audiobook giveaways. Whether you're using a viral share platform like King Sumo or Rafflecopter, but it is again another way that if you have free codes or if you you know once you finish your 25 free codes on ACX, you can ask them very politely to see if they'll give you a few more. Which usually they'll at least give you out five more. So it's always helpful to keep that in mind and you'll have more codes and you can uh, give them out. And the nice thing is with those free codes, even with ACX, you actually get paid for them. It's a slightly lower rate. And ACX also does distribute to libraries and a few other, they call it expanded distribution. So all of that is available there. And like I said, there's really no reason to not give it a try. I have right now, I have two novellas out that are a new series. At the moment, I have no plans on making them into audiobooks, but I also like that it's a novella you know, there one thirty-five thousand words, one's forty-five thousand words. That is a great get your feet wet wet with audiobook length. So if you have even a short story, all of those. Think outside the box. If you just want to try it out, and it's for sale on Amazon, go for it. See what you can figure out, and see how you like it. And learn the ropes because there's no better way about learning how to work with audiobooks and then how to market audiobooks than to actually go get an audiobook made i would say
0: if you're starting out don't don't worry about rushing into creating audiobooks it is cool to have audiobooks i certainly think so but but it is expensive so uh Maybe wait a bit and uh, if you can start seeing that you your series uh, are selling if you start seeing that your ebooks and paperbacks are actually selling um, then then it, it's definitely worth worth considering uh, start getting some audiobooks created if, if you can afford it or if you want to spend the money on it there is uh, a lot of things we can't spend money on so maybe it's not on the top of your list like it, like that that is actually. Uh, the case for me with with my first trilogy that it's sort of not just not on the top of the list of things i want to uh to spend money on so i have not done it maybe i'll do it one day i don't know but but for now i yeah i have a lot of other things (laughs) i would rather spend time and money on so uh that's up to you but uh yeah i think the main thing is to take away is that just because you spent the money on creating an audiobook if the book is not selling already it's not going to stop selling just because you have an audiobook so You can save the money if that's the case and because it's quite expensive too so so there's no need to 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 think that this is the magic bullet
1: no i concur i mean i know when i first saw the uh idea that my trilogy at over a hundred thousand words each and you add that into your hours and it was going to be over ten thousand dollars to twelve thousand dollars to produce i can guarantee you um i'm not making that back in audiobook sales Anytime in the near future, it's fantastic to have them. But again, I agree with Jesper that this is not where you want to put all your coin. I would say start put that money into marketing your current books and put the audiobook off once you see them selling, because it's not really the other way around. I haven't seen an audiobook become so huge that the ebook sales lift. It's usually the ebook sales come first and then the audiobook but it is definitely fun. It gives you a few more things and you know, worst case scenario, you want to have some clips of someone reading your book. Um, you can read your book, so don't be shy and get in front of the camera and you can always use that for marketing purposes too.
0: Yeah, true. I, I would say though, sort of a, a bit of a warning to finish off with here that uh, don't try to narrate your own audiobooks unless you're a bit good at it, you know, because it, it really does take skill, and there is a reason why they're charging several hundred dollars an hour. Because one, it is a lot of work, but it also requires skill to do it so that it sounds properly and it sounds good. Oh. Um, and people have it—you, you, you know—they have the narrator in the earbuds right inside their ears so it has to sound really well. Uh, so I would definitely never try to <laughs> record my own audiobook.
1: No, I concur. I only mean that for like a little post on Instagram. But right, to do yeah. a full-length book, get a professional. It once you hear a professional narrate a page of your book, you will fall in love, and you also probably realize how many times you've seen use the same same word on the same page, and Hello. really want really kick yourself. Yeah. But it is. Um, I, I didn't even like audiobooks honestly until I heard my first book narrated. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. So it's definitely fun, but you don't have to race into it. Uh, The market will still be there in a few years. So concentrate on getting your e selling. Okay,
0: cool. I guess we'll just say uh, thank you for watching and uh, and listening if you're on the podcast. And see you next Monday.
1: Yes, see you next Monday. But don't forget, tomorrow is Tuesday. Go to Patreon and possibly win a spot in the Ultimate Fantasy Writers Guide course and get some other freebies for joining or upgrading. See you there. Bye-bye. Bye.